podcast. Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. And Ellie. And we are the Queer Arabs. I'm Saudi American and a lesbian. I am bi trans Lebanese and we are recording here in Houston with... Hey guys. Hi. Hi. We're ethnically so ambiguous. Yes, yeah, so we're talking to Shireen and Anna from the podcast Ethnically Ambiguous. I am super excited because you guys were a big factor in inspiring us to start a podcast. So it's really exciting that we get to talk to you. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, about, I don't know, maybe a year ago or a little less than a year ago, I was listening to your podcast. Like I found your podcast and I was like, what the fuck? How have I, how have I not found this? <laughs> and I was on a plane. So I had time to listen to a bunch of episodes in a row and that you guys are just so relatable. So it was really nice and refreshing. Um, Thanks. That means a lot to us. Yeah, thank you. We make it um, for people like y'all, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you two both introduce yourself, give a little about your background, uh, talk about your podcast? Uh, yeah, I'm Anna. I am Iranian-American. I am a podcast producer. I'm, <laughs> I co-host Ethnically Ambiguous. I don't know, you know. <laughs> um, well, our podcast is about, well, I'm Syrian-American. I'm Shireen. <laughs> And we've known each other since college, but we kind of bonded when we both ended up in L.A. after graduating and uh, we became friends and we both bonded about being kind of like children of immigrant weirdos that are Middle Eastern. And um, we realized it was so important to voice ourselves because there's no one else like us out there as far as like representation goes. And so we talk about what it's like to be children of immigrants on our podcast. We talk about Middle Eastern news that doesn't get proper coverage here. Um, and just like what it feels to be uh, like a marginalized person. Occasionally we get personal topics like sexuality or uh, just, um, I don't know, family stuff. And we also have guests on. Sounds fair, but I feel like we're almost doing this backwards because you guys are like the awesome professional ones and we are the... And we're like interviewing you. No! It's not backwards. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's awesome. This is like podcast inception. It's really cool. Um, it was like one of those weird 90s crossover episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the uh, various elements to your podcast. You talk about politics, and then you also talk about, you know, personal stuff. You, mm-hmm. I've heard your parents on the podcast, and they're so, they're awesome. Yeah, they're like, the best. All of your parents are so fucking awesome. What was the conversation like at the beginning when you were talking about, hey, we should start a thing? Well, we had a web series. A short-lived web series. Yeah, it was like six mm-hmm. episodes on the Snarled Network on YouTube. And um, yeah, so I believe one of the directors of that uh, web series like suggested it because she mm-hmm. thought it would be in better format for us to kind of like do our thing. Mm-hmm. Like and less production just, time and right. stuff. And it's just easier, you know, to get out and give us more time to like ramble because the web series were like four or five minutes yeah um and it was all very like aggressively scripted yeah um and we just had more freedom as far as the podcast goes because it was just us having a conversation and there weren't other voices being like well we want the show to look like this and whatever um yeah so uh and just when we had the concept of the show it was the same idea as um just wanting mm-hmm. like a place, a little space for weirdos, you know? Yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah we but do. I totally, yeah. I totally get you on the whole getting off YouTube thing because like YouTube is cr- is a crazy place for independent creators. Like just the pressure, the turnaround and chasing the algorithm. Yeah. Podcasting yeah. really that for real. Yes. Mm. I, hear, I hear that, yeah. 
And Anna had experience yeah. in podcasting because she produces podcasts already. But I, I was a fish out of water. I still kind of am because I am I'm more like of a filmmaker and a creative like artist person. And so I kind of have, have been learning as I go. Um, yeah, but, you're yeah. more like visual. I guess your art is more like yeah, visual. yeah. Generally. But I've learned a lot, and I really appreciate the platform. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe how much goes into making a podcast, <laughs> um, and just how much. Yeah, same here. How much we've learned. Um, not just about what we talk about, you know, because it takes some research, you know, if we're talking about like anything political or whatever, mm-hmm. but also just learning about making, I don't know, just like making connections with people. I've just learned a lot Yeah, about that element. It's been a really power, like meaningful experience. Yeah, it's humbling. Okay. It's humbling for sure. When people yeah. you've never met face to face get to know you yeah. and like want to listen to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you, yeah, and it's this very intimate connection that you make without even meeting face to face. It's very, it's a very unique format, I think, or medium. So yeah, I love it. And can you both talk about Anna? You talk, uh, Anna. You hmm. do podcasts all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can you talk about a little more about that and how you got into it? And yeah. So I <laughs> I worked in live comedy producing a lot. And through mm-hmm. live comedy producing, I met Dave Huntsberger, which was like my first gig as in podcasting, was interning for the Professor Blastoff podcast in like 2013 with like Tig Notaro and uh, Kyle Dunnigan and David Huntsberger. And so that kind of like opened my eyes to the medium to be like, oh, well, this is easy Mm -hmm. peasy and you can just have fun and like there's no restrictions. And that lead led me to start a podcast, start producing a podcast about The Bachelor with Arden Marin and Aaron Foley, who are Mm -hmm. comedians. Um, And... That was pretty cool because it was like fun and it was just like we got to talk about The Bachelor and like lose our minds over this TV show. And there was like no there's no stakes like you just do whatever. Um, And that actually led me to producing the Cracked podcast. Uh, Actually, live show producing led me to produce the Cracked podcast because I met a bunch of comedians and then the comedians worked at Cracked.com and they were like, you should come in and produce our podcast. And that's how I met Jack O'Brien. And Jack O'Brien's the one who picked me with him to leave and start the comedy division of How Stuff Works. Uh, so it's kind of like this little, like, I mean, I st- basically producing live comedy for free is what got me here. Just yeah. like the hustle of going My, out every yeah. night and knowing there was no money in it, but knowing the connections mm-hmm. I made would help me in the future. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. You, you hustled for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you do it for, but you do it for the love, you know. And- yeah. Like at the beginning of this, we were like, "We're all the queer Arabs," and now we are like, "Now we're like, holy shit, they're everywhere." Yeah, yeah, and, they find yeah, each like other. We were, we, I know. We, I, we were just shocked that even the domain thequeerarabs.com existed when we started this, and we, you know, wow. it felt like, like it was a very, um, I don't know. There's at, at the beginning, it felt like okay, we're kind of in this alone. Uh, we'll see where this goes. And no, we're not in this alone at all. I mean, no, not at all. Not so at many all. Amazing people. Yeah. So many amazing people. Um, and we exist. It's yeah. just, I mean, even just know, the title, amazing. even just the title of your podcast, Queer Arabs, I think it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And it like draws mm-hmm. attention to it. And like as a queer Arab myself, I'm like, fuck yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. I know. 
yeah, having that intersectionality is so amazing. Like, yeah. it, it's cool novelty to me. I mean, I know, I know other queers, Arabs exist, but it's just something that, you know, I know you can probably relate to this. Um, we've been conditioned to compartmentalize mm-hmm. those parts of ourselves yeah. where it's like, okay, all my queer shit is going to happen on this day with these people. Yeah. All my Arab shit is going to happen with yeah. my Saudi relatives in my case. Well, yeah, like uh, you can't really put yourself out there because of the taboo that you're not, like you're just yeah. not supposed to talk about. And I think just as Middle Easterners, yeah. we are raised to not speak of yeah. anything, like keep it all bottled in and, and locked up. Yes. And, and to not flaunt anything and mm-hmm. to just, you know, because the evil eye's watching, yeah. you don't want that evil eye on you. And mm-hmm. it's hard, oh God, you know? What would the elders say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's all about, as, as you both relate to with your backgrounds, like, we're both from culture. I mean, our cultural backgrounds are, vo- they're, like, they're all communal cultures. So whatever you do is, quote, a reflection on the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, if we have a, a queer relative, what will it say about the family yeah. if we accept them? So meanwhile, there's that wonderful double standard was like, oh, everyone's all prim and proper. But then it's like everyone's also talking mad shit about each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. It's like if we're already <laughs> like scandalized and horrified about everyone's everything like why is being queer such a big deal anymore right? yeah <laughs> like there's so many other scandalous shit yeah for sure actually scandalous you know yeah, um, yeah. this idea I mean, this idea of like the family's yeah. reputation is something that i have been told about a lot and especially someone that like i've been mm-hmm. learning to be less closed off uh, as a podcaster and i think i have a better I do, I do this better when I'm a guest in other people's podcasts for some reason because my I know my dad might not listen, but like when I've when I've been a guest on like intimate podcasts, whether it's about relationships or dating or whatever, I'm more open about being queer and my sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And my mom listened to one of these episodes actually. The one I was on V, v oh, Single, and she texted me this thing about how um, I'm not thinking oh, about shit. the family's reputation and I'm choosing connecting with strangers than like protecting the family and. Uh, which it's yeah. like not that black and white. It's really That's not. the problem. It's really not. You're not seeing it for what it is. Like just because I spoke about this on a podcast and was like opened up so other yeah. people could relate does not mean I'm like sorry, fam. Yeah, peace yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. I'm turning my back on my family just because I'm being truthful about myself. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. I I know what you mean. Like I I have gone through a very I guess rapid journey in this podcast because at the beginning I was terrified about talking smack about Saudi Arabia and stuff mm-hmm. um, oh we've been there I'm just, yeah like I was so scared about like who the fuck's gonna listen to this someone's gonna recognize my voice blah 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 but now I'm at this point where I'm like you know what I can't I just can't restrain myself anymore yeah we, we can't um, stay I mean, quiet we were really nervous yeah. about talking about Israel for a while and like who would get mad and stuff but at this point yeah at this point especially being in LA and like people having Mm -hmm. a very strong opinion about Israel here I think after we got over the idea after we accepted that it's too important to not talk about um then we're just like we just gotta go for it it's it's hard it's asking for backlash Mm -hmm. but it's like it's so worth it yeah but that's also kind of the strength of being indie is you can make those sort of editorial decisions and get away with it like not without like completely burning down your brand 
you know. Right. I yeah, yeah, but it's more of a personal risk that you're taking. You know, you never know who's hearing your podcast. Yeah. And for us, we actually don't even share our picture on our podcast just mm-hmm. because we're still I mean, maybe one day we'll say fuck it, but we still have that a little bit of it's a little nerve-wracking for mm-hmm. us. No, that's understandable for sure. I mean, a Um, huge thing for me was I was very scared to... I mean, I still am to speak poorly about Iran. That's why I kind of stray away from this because Iran is known for using American Iranian nationalists as political tools. And it's like, I don't want to... And I still want to go to Iran. I don't want to have to fear, which I still do in the back of my mind. Like, it's going to scare the shit out of me the next time I go to Iran, depending on what they've heard and what they consider Mm -hmm. to be not okay by them, you know? Yeah. And my, I, yeah. my, my dad called me out on that one time. I talked about the Syrian government in a way that made him feel like like he wouldn't be able to go back. I like told a part of his story that he didn't agree with, and we had to go back and edit it out because there, it's it. it's still a fear. It's still like it, those are their yeah. homes. They're our homes, and um, yeah, we want to see it again. You know. Yeah, and even if it feels like you can't return now, you never know in the future. So it's like, it's hard to figure out that line, like where the line is mm-hmm. with talking about this stuff. And as much as I disagree with everything related to Saudi Arabia, I want to go because I have so much there. I have my brother there. Like, wow. there are reasons I want to go. Yeah. Um, I just can't stay silent. Like, Yeah, it's hard. I just can't. Yeah, that's going to make me more miserable. Yeah. Staying silent is still a choice. And I think that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm taking my girlfriend to Christmas lunch with my family. So Fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your family's awesome. They're chill. Usually. They're pretty chill Arabs, I would say, except mm. one. Oh, that's lucky. <laughs> that's really that's yeah, amazing, I though. That's, have, I hope it's a fun time. It, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Ellie's family is really awesome. There's also, just one I, person who missed it. Where, where are you guys based out of? Like, what state? Uh, uh, Texas. Because I just said the wow. word, I said the word dude, but I meant it very gender neutrally. I got in trouble for that one time. I didn't mean to be like Ooh, dude I'm... as a dude person. But like, in California, yeah. we just say dude as if we're saying like, 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 like I don't. Homie or yeah, something. Homie. Yeah, homie. So I didn't, I just want to retract that. Just making sure you guys didn't think. See, even you guys, I say, I have so like, many. I think our y'all. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I say it. y'all constantly in an attempt to like neutralize myself, but I still catch myself saying dudes and guys and stuff. Uh, and and it's like, but in my head, being gender neutral, not realizing that other people might not see it that way. So, oh, well. and I've been called out for that in the past. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> just know that I have also been called out for that, and it's my default too because I'm not from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, dudes and you guys, like, that's my default. Yeah. Uh, I I've, I've spent the last, like, 30-something years trying not to sound more Texan. These days, I'm finding y'all to be a very useful term. Yeah, yeah. it's I great. Think you, I think you have succeeded. You don't have a Southern accent to me. I mean, more power to you for, for doing this, your podcast in Texas. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only Texas. <laughs> yeah, Texas is a wild place mm-hmm. i mean the city we're in, we're in a city that's pretty liberal but still we're among some lunatics for sure right uh shereen uh mm-hmm. shereen um i wanted to talk about the queer stuff like has your family been pretty 
accepting or is it still it sounds like mom had some well my dad doesn't really know um i've told him i've like kind of tried in the past but he's i think he's in denial a little bit so my dad is pretty much in the dark most of my family Mm -hmm. is in the dark except for my siblings my two sisters and my mom um and my mom does not want me to tell anybody because she thinks it would be bad for my dad's mental health and because he's kind of um he's been through some stuff uh, as far as like i don't know anxiety and depression and stuff and i feel like if something happened to him my mom would like literally blame me for his like mental demise so i've mm-hmm. learned to just like as much as i don't like it just like to hold my tongue on certain things um mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and if that makes my family more happy then so be it but my sisters are pretty accepting of me um, uh, my mom is accepting of me but also I think well ultimately thinks I'll end up with a man because um, mm-hmm. um, I don't think she takes it as seriously as it is um, even though I've told her like I've been in love with women and like I've, I'm, <laughs> I like being mm-hmm. with women so I think she's kind of in denial but um, uh, yeah. my dad has heard me say like I'm queer and stuff but I think he doesn't really follow up with me mm-hmm. on it because I don't think he's ready to like accept the reality but no one in my extended family knows um, I have yeah. a few cousins that I'm like I, suspe- I suspect they know but we've never talked about it um, it's pretty much uh, I don't know a little secret <laughs> not secret mm-hmm. I'm obviously talking about it on a podcast I'm pretty open about it but I think uh, my family is just they think I'm just being like Shireen, like, she's not being serious. Like, like, you're yeah. just so quirky. Yeah, and you're going through some phases. Some, yeah, like, and I had like I had a pixie cut, and I was like kind of like yeah. androgynous for a while. Like I think I'm an andro- I'm an androgynous person, but I really came into that when I had a, like a very short hairstyle, and I felt very accepted and like very complete in my in my queerness. Only be- I mean like it sounds mm-hmm. silly, but like I had a lot of like weight in my hair like like metaphorically just as far as like feeling like I was womanly because I didn't feel very womanly um and so uh when I had very short hair and I was more confident as a queer woman I um uh, I think my my family saw that and like they were like oh but now I have longer hair again they're like see it was a phase (laughs) so I don't know yeah. But there is a lot of power even in just like sort of openly representing that you're queer, even to your family, yeah. who is going to be willfully blind to it at times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even if it's something like having your hair a certain way, it's like. Oh, your- yeah. My, my mom couldn't wait until it grew out. She was wait, like counting <laughs> the, the days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And just and where she like always complimenting, it's like, oh, it's so beautiful and long now. It's, oh it yeah, so oh yeah, yeah. I'm going through that right now. Yeah, Ellie's going through that with her mom. Her wow. mom is always like, oh, you're um, you're headed in the right direction. Oh my god, <laughs> like, it's it's sweet, but also like I mean, every every compliment <laughs> that a Middle Eastern mom gives you is like kind of a backhanded compliment. It's always, yeah, 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 totally. Oh, it's like you're doing the right thing. Like my mom will be like, your teeth are so much whiter than they were last time. And I'm like, oh, Oh mm. thanks, mom. I'm like, oh, you actually look nice today. Is there a special occasion? I do want to preface this by saying I love my family. I love my parents. I just have lived the majority of my life a little bit like a double life. And I've like, it's -hmm. it's a normal thing now. Um, My mom knows the most about me, but still is like, um, she doesn't, I don't think she knows 
the benefit I feel of like having my private life sometimes be public. Um, yeah. Uh, whether it comes from like my sexuality or my sexual experiences, because I felt like a weirder growing up, and I think if I had listened to someone go through a similar or like also uh, n- not as talked about experience when I was gr- going through it, I would have felt less alone. And that's ultimately the, the, the whole reason we started the podcast, the whole reason we even do anything as far as my work goes. And I know as far as the podcast goes, Anna and I both started this to make others feel less alone. So yeah. um, even if we get one or two responses, that's I feel like it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, it worked with us, you know, hearing you guys just or, there I go with you guys. <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, like hearing your podcast just um, made me feel like, oh, wait, our voices do have a place in this in this realm and why not um and it was just like it was just really refreshing to have someone you know people so relatable doing something that we had thought about doing but we just didn't think what we had to say was interesting enough or relatable enough or i don't know and now we're feeling so much less alone in this game um being able to be open like more open about stuff um, I, that's that's very yeah. nice to hear thank you yeah it, it's uh, yeah it, there is so much power you write so much power in um having even one voice that mm-hmm. you can listen to and relate to and feel like okay they understand me they're yeah. not gonna judge me no, and I... if you'll let me raise about yellow comes for a moment again oh sure uh you know getting invited to like all these things nowadays like now that we are sort of made aware of all these really badass events, like went to Yellow Punk and I was like, oh my God, I am not the only Arab trans person yeah. in the room. Can you explain what Yellow Punk is? Yeah, Yellow tell, Punk tell is, us about it. Uh, Yellow Punk is uh, basically people like us, you know. Um, queer, well, it's not just for queer. But not just bit. queer, but it's just Middle Eastern artists uh, coming together for a festival, doing spoken word, poetry, movies. Hmm. whatever they want and it is definitely very clear even though it is not clear exclusive. yeah it's once a year in philly you two should totally come sometime dude it's amazing. yeah it's, again i said dude like, um but no that yeah. sounds awesome yeah it's really it's really empowering because you're just surrounded by people who really get you and they all have gone through similar experiences where we were able to talk to each other about stuff our family doesn't get but you know, doesn't understand or won't understand, but like we still sh- it had these shared uh, familiarity, you know, nostalgia. Uh, you didn't have stuff. to explain anything. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, kind of what I felt like when Anna and I were on this, uh, we, we were, we were on an Arab comedy show a couple, uh, weeks ago together oh, well, and yeah, it felt nice like there was like tea and baklava there mm-hmm. and like all the oh, jokes yeah. were like things we like we just like we got you know whether and also i feel that way about goat face i don't know if you guys watch the goat face special but it's nice like oh, like nice. nodding to every joke being like i get this <laughs> oh i Baba. love it yeah yeah I love that yeah that kind of thing is just really refreshing yeah where you bring all your elements together into one setting. I should bring our in-house guest tea and baklava. I don't know what I think about it. Yeah. What would you say is unexpected about your podcast? Like, um, has your podcast gone the direction you kind of expected or has it kind of morphed into something different 
than what you originally thought. I don't know if it's hard mm. to articulate. Um, uh, what do you think? Again. I mean, it's been it's oh, been a ahead, nice sorry. evolution. I think I really yeah. think as 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 we keep going, um, mm-hmm. we are getting better, and I appreciate the podcast for that. I I think. Um, our format has changed a couple of times throughout this process and I think it's only for the mm-hmm. best and I like yeah. being able to grow like that and so it's not like what I expected when I went in but I think it's a good thing if that makes sense yeah I agree same here it's like we started thinking it would be mostly the two of us and almost every episode we've had a guest yeah because we have been able it's just been so easy to connect with people you do nothing. I see you hustle, darling. Just, just saying. Well, I just mean like we're, you know, we're finding so many people who relate to us and are willing to talk about it openly, which is so cool. Yeah. Like y'all. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, when we started, we didn't really have a plan in mind. We were just like, okay, we're going to talk about shit, just the two of us, mostly. And then, I mean, there's just so many people that we want to talk to, Yeah, we're finding. Um, and it's, yeah, like you said, it's a growth. Mm-hmm. It's an experience growth of growth. By doing. Growth by doing. Um, and sometimes just saying, hey, that person's listening. I'm like, hey, darling, why don't, you, why don't we just go tweet them up or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't hurt, can't hurt to try. Um yeah, it's nice yeah. to use that platform. Yeah, I feel like our show, it, it's been all over the place. Like, we came in with an idea, and that changed. Then we had another mm. idea, and that changed. Our show is not as structured as you would think, based yeah. off listening Ooh, to our It's, it's like, all over the place. Like, we kind of go as we feel. Like, we've been not doing as much personal segments at the end, I feel like. But we need to get back into that, so that will evolve a little bit more. It's just, we do. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, we, I don't know. Yeah. We move with the flow of what our feelings are like yeah. at the top of the week, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And every week, you know, something new happens in the news or whatever. And some things just feel so important to get to right then. So you you focus on that that week. And, and that's so, kind of the nice thing, again, about the format is you don't have to worry about, like, producing visuals or animations or yeah. visual transitions or scripting it out or B-roll or... Yeah, I feel like the hardest thing is just making sure we do our research in time. Yeah, which I I Same. never do. I do my research like twenty minutes before every episode, yeah, and it's, it's a it's shit hard. show. It's hard when we're both like doing other jobs or like other um, oh, obligations or whatever. But um, I think yeah. the the biggest the big the biggest reason why I try to research before is because I mean like I, we always mispronounce something. I always say something wrong. I always say some I word something the wrong way or something. And so I'm trying to get better at just being more prepared. So I don't run into that all the time. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the other thing about having like an, a a big audience is that like someone will be upset at something I say or like correct me at something I just I said something I don't know. Oh so God, yeah. I don't know. Dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we deal with that. Even, I mean, we're, we haven't been doing this for that long, but we've already gotten that, where it's like, why did you talk about this? But what about this? You you didn't even mention this thing. And, and sometimes um, we do get a really good thing where we're like, you know what? They're right. Let's fix this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, when we had to do that whole, like, correction on exploitation because we fucked that up. 
Yeah. No, I mean, I appreciate being called out on stuff when it deserves being called out on. But, um, yeah. 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 There have been a couple times where we're like, okay, this is actually constructive. Um, And, I mean, we've gotten everything from, oh, my God, this podcast is what I needed and all the way to death threats. (laughs) So you never know, you know, it's always a mixed bag. But it's worth it. We sometimes get some real crazy. (laughs) I mean, people just, that's a weird format about podcasting is because you're in someone's ears, you're basically in their head. So they feel like they know you and it's like, well, you know, you don't really know me. Like, you know me because I'm talking about personal stuff, but you don't know me on any more like level than that. Like, I'm also still just a person who gets like overwhelmed by things. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, half of this process for like half of this podcast for me is just like processing the constant barrage of shit that comes at us. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, we're just humans. We get overwhelmed. We all have jobs that are not just this podcast. Yeah, it's, some it's of us are professional hard. trash gremlins. <laughs> so I, I totally get it. Sometimes it feels like people expect perfection, whatever their version of that is, mm-hmm. and it's impossible to deliver that to every single person yeah so yeah that and people just have some weird ideas of what we are i remember another production of like accused of wasting millions of dollars and i'm like where did this money come from what no this was like enough this was uh this was like when i was in college is doing it over the college station and they were like somebody was mad about what we said and say we're we're wasting the the university dollars and it's millions of dollars i'm like oh god and i was like you're like this was like one this recording. is it's like this is it's like what budget where do you who do you think we are how do you think we got money yeah i know it's so funny like i've had a couple people assume that we're making like all kinds of money from this podcast oh yeah not oh yeah we got people that. think you're like rich it's like yeah. um no i know like we make zero dollars yeah on this podcast. if anything we, we spend money yeah, we spend money. We bought a microphone. We like did all, we pay for our website. Like, I don't know. It's just I guess yeah. People a lot of people just aren't I guess familiar with the the game, but it's still uh, it's amusing sometimes. Yeah. Um, occasionally terrifying. Occasionally terrifying, but the good outweighs the bad for sure. So that's why we keep doing it. And why we keep talking to people like y'all because mm-hmm. it's it's really cool to like meet everyone and be like hear everyone's coolness because yeah you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. when i was growing up it's like i did not know a single queer arab person like not who was open about it like it was always the deepest darkest secret and shame now that's like it's like oh hey if i want to see a cool positive you know queer arab there's this really cool podcast or who does this ethnically ambiguous thing which is so cool or mm-hmm. there's like this really cool dancer or there's this really cool visual artist and yeah yeah and it just goes on now it's like it's not hard to find completely and totally relatable people yeah and keep for showing up all of you yeah it's getting better for sure yeah Um, we just have to keep keep doing it and keep keep supporting each other and finding each other and just like the more we do it the more we'll see ourselves i mean we're at a really cool stage i mean we're like we're at that point where like the queer arab thing is becoming very visible and we're and everyone's here writing our own history instead of letting some 
somebody else documenting like some white person write our history for us yeah again and i feel like um with i mean there's been a there's been a pattern of, of like white folks kind of telling the stories of queer arabs and <laughs> in a way, <laughs> in a way <laughs> yeah in a way like i don't want to say fetishizing but kind of fetishizing and, or exotic like making it this big exotic thing or doing it in kind of a pitying way like oh those poor people yeah they're in the village help the villagers who all ride camels and it's like no bitch all my family's on instagram (laughs) yeah Yeah. they all talk smack about me (laughs) yeah what's that so uh, they're not doing it on the camels, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so we have to, I have to leave soon, unfortunately. We have okay. a couple more minutes. Yeah. Just wanted to give you a okay. heads up. I guess tell people how they can find you and reach out to you. Yeah, plug okay. your awesome project. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember anything. <laughs> Sorry, what is, uh, what, what do I where do? Where are we? <laughs> uh, so we host <laughs> Ethnically <laughs> Ambiguous. You can listen to us on Apple iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, you know. Yeah, you get, we you exist know. everywhere. You know, the spiel, wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, on Instagram, we're mm-hmm. Ethnically Ambig, A-M-B-I-G. On Twitter, we're Ethnically Amb, A-M-B. And let's do this again. We had to, like, cut this short because we uh, got a got a jet. But um, um but much. we should definitely Thank do this you. again. I think I think talking to each other is so fun and mm-hmm. we just we, we love to support and so have you can, guys on our show. Yeah. We got it we got a swap. Did we just get invited? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course you did. I don't know what you guys think we this is, totally but this is very home homey yeah. shit. We're, we're not Middle that Eastern. cool. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, <laughs> you guys should definitely be on our show um, in the near future. We're slammed with the holidays, but um, hopefully but, in the next yeah, year yeah. we can we can link up and do yeah. this again and share you with our listeners because I think mm-hmm. they would Hello, really be appreciated. That would be amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I will have, yeah. If you ever come out to Houston, or ever come out to LA, I will have to make you something. Oh my god, yeah, for sure. If you, you guys are ever, if you guys are ever here and don't tell me, I'll be deeply offended. Yeah. Yeah, same. If you're <laughs> in Houston, I know it's less likely. I don't really go to Houston, but, but my dad does. Is that weird? No. Maybe you guys can have him. Maybe you guys can, have, maybe you guys can uh, see Anna's dad. Oh, my God. He has some we'll friends in Houston. Nice <laughs> yeah. But I've never been to anyway. Houston, honestly, and that would be fun. So let's, yeah. we'll keep you updated. Thanks again for having okay. us. I really appreciate it. Thank just you. Just thanks for reaching out and just being... And it's really humbling and like a huge honor that we inspired you guys to make that your podcast. It's yeah. a, it's an absurd idea, but I have to accept it no, because it really... people listen to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I. It's it's just it's amazing to get to connect with you. So. And, and all it took was the idea, and Alia said, "You know, why don't we?" And like, why don't we it. just try it? <laughs> and we're like, "Fuck it, why not?" And yeah, here we are. I'm I'm glad you did because I'm glad I know you guys exist now because like yeah. the same way that you're glad that we exist, I we both feel the same way and. Um, uh, I, I, feel, so I often feel alone as a queer Arab, and I'm, the reality is I'm not. And uh, no, so thanks. We'll keep finding each other. Definitely. And we'll and we'll talk soon. Um, we'll have you on yeah. ours, and we will awesome. see you soon as well. Before we end this, we would love to thank Anna and Shireen and their studio friends for making this recording possible. We really appreciated it. Um, also, everyone, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Queer Arabs. You can reach out to us through email at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. And our website is 
com. You can find all episodes and footnotes and stuff on there. Thank you.